It's time for your Outdoors Angle Podcast with the Flags professional outdoorsman, Steve Carney. Good day, Flag family. Here we go. Middle of June. Oh, the fishing is so good right now, but very typical. You know, June is probably the best month of the year. Everything's snapping. Northern pike, walleyes, crappies, perch, everything's biting. It's it's a wonderful time of the year. And I get this question a lot. We're going to talk today about boat control. And I would have to say 90% of my success on the water is because I know how to control my boat in wind, waves, rain, whatever the conditions may be. Boat control is incredibly important. And a lot of anglers don't pay too much attention to that. And it really is the key to success. And I've noticed this over the years, the 55 years I've been guiding, it really all comes down to where you put your boat. You got to put it in the right spot. A good example, if I'm going down a brake line and boom, I pop a walleye at 17 feet, well, there is your clue, 17 feet. And you stay there. And that is critical. You don't wander. And I see this all the time. Part-time fishermen, weekend types, they'll just cruise along. Boom, they pop one at 17 feet. Next thing you know, they're in 22, 24, 11, 5, and they're wandering all over the place. Big mistake. When you get that fish at 17 feet, that's telling you those fish are at a specific depth. There's a reason for that. There's either bait fish there, there's oxygen, there's uh, green weeds. There's a reason that they're at that particular depth. So that is telling you everything you need to know. So you need to spend the rest of the morning at 17 feet, no matter where you go. And this can vary from lake to lake, depending on water clarity, uh, food availability, fishing pressure. There's all kinds of factors regarding that. But, you know, the trick in fishing is to find that first fish. It might be at 14, it might be 17, it might be 22, depends on the lake. Clear water lakes, you can expect to be deeper than 17 feet. And dark water lakes, shallower than 17 feet. But when you get that first one, you stay there, you stay put. And, you know, wind can be a real issue at this time of the year. We've had a lot of windy days. And wind is going to be working against you most of the time. If you have a mild wind, you can use that to your advantage and drift with that wind. Or if the wind is is too heavy, it's going to blow you much faster than you need to be going. So you need to control your boat and handle the wind, which is really, really very important. And I'm a tiller guy. You know, we got two types of walleye anglers out there. We have the tiller people that have the tiller control, and then we have the steering wheel guys. Steering wheel guys like speed. They like the look. It's pretty. That's cool. You know, that's great. They like to go 50, 60 miles an hour. That's fine. I go pretty slow. I can only go about 32, 34, but I have a tiller outboard because I can control my boat with a tiller. It's very easy to pivot that boat on a tiller from the rear than it is with the steering wheel. The tiller allows you to hold in the wind. I can put my rear end right into the wind and back troll right into that wind and go very slow and control what I'm doing. So anybody out there with a tiller knows what I'm talking about. But, you know, nowadays with these new trolling motors, they've come a long way. And I think that's why a lot of guys have been going to steering wheels 
because they can use their electrics now that are just incredibly efficient and they're they're really smart in the way they're built they're they're not like the trolling motors from 20 years ago so that takes practice um i'm not a real fan of running my boat from the front trolling motor especially when it's rough because it can be very dangerous actually being in the bow in the boat if it's rough but now with these new trolling motors you can have remote control and you can run that front trolling motor from the back of the boat, which has really changed things a lot. But I'm a tiller guy, I always will be, and you guys that run tiller motors know what I'm talking about. But these rear and front electrics, I've got a rear electric and a front electric, and when I have two trolling motor options like that, I can handle just about any situation. If I'm running a, uh, a brake line and I'm pitching, I can use that front electric and move along very slow. If I've got wind issues, then I can use my rear electric to hold into the wind and hold that boat right on the spot that I want to be. So having two electrics is, uh, gives you quite an advantage. And if you noticed out there, a lot of the best anglers out there are really good at boat control. The guys that are consistently catching fish all the time, no matter where they go, those are the guys that have mastered boat control. And that takes a lot of time. It can be, be very frustrating. But if you put your time in, all of a sudden a light bulb goes off in your head and you go, okay, I got it figured out. I know how to hold on that brake line. These are the tools I'm going to use. And I'm kind of old school. I talk about that a lot. Uh, I'm a back trolling guy, which really was probably invented in the late 70s, early 80s. And that's where you hold your boat into the wind, and we have big splash guards in the back of our boat, so we can handle big rollers coming in the back and any type of, most waves we can handle. And back trolling is basically going against the wind and slowing your boat down. And a lot of times I have to use my outboard if it's a little too rough, but I can also use my RPM control on that to slow me down and go very slow into the wind. So we have options out there, you know, all the tools that are out there every year, something new comes out and there's plenty of options out there for your boat, but it really comes down to how can you personally control your boat, which is really the key to success, uh, no matter what species that you're going for. So think about that, put your time in and it'll come to you eventually. Again, it's all about time on the water head knowledge, experience, and to, to gain that, you have to be out on the water actually doing it. So let's look forward to the rest of June. Uh, fishing will probably hold up like it always does in Lakes Country through June, July, and August. It's a beautiful period of the summer. And uh, let's get out there and watch out for the heat in the afternoons. It's better to be out early in the morning, late in the evening. And those fish seem to understand that pattern as well. So, all right like family let's uh let's go get them love the great outdoors find more at am1100theflag.com and click the sports tab that's this week's outdoors angle with steve carney